0: Well, the bulletproof clothing designers say that the US demand for their bulletproof clothing is on the rise. I am I confess I'm unfamiliar with bulletproof clothing. I don't own any. Maybe I should. There's shootings going on at every, you know, all sorts of places like, you know, not just schools, but movie theaters, malls. I mean, I'm I'm I am definitely in danger no matter where I go. So, I should probably get some of this bulletproof clothing if I'm going to continue to live in the US. <laughs> so, well, check it out. The bulletproof clothing designers are from Florida. The friggin weirdos are in Florida and they design bulletproof clothing and they drink and drive and it's Florida. They're weird all the time. A Florida husband and wife duo who developed a fashion line of bulletproof clothing say they have seen the demand for their products in the U.S. increase exponentially. And amid growing security concerns, they believe the market still has untapped potential. In other words, they're totally banking off the paranoia of all Americans. <laughs> because, hey, let me tell you something. It's paranoia that is, um, it is, it is, it is based on evidence. I mean, there are so many shootings here that, like, why not have bulletproof clothing? I'm thinking about getting some bulletproof underwear because I want to protect my junk. <laughs> So Miguel Caballero created MC Armor, a branch of his Colombian-based company that focuses on ballistic-resistant clothing that includes items from jackets and accessories to children's apparel. Leading the U.S. market is MC Armor. (laughs) Get a bulletproof diaper for your baby today. (laughs) I mean... Oh, it's so sad. It's so weird, but it's so sad. You know what I'm saying? Bulletproof resistant clothing is like now a thing. And there's a photo of these women. They're like, they're showing you like, hey, we got a bulletproof backpack that you can get <laughs> and a bulletproof bra. I mean, uh. Anyways. Uh, the U.S. has a lot of guns, the owner said. And, you know, guns are part of the culture. But we participate in the defense and security industry and we want to save lives. So as soon as we see something as a shooting, a massive shooting, we need to be there with our bulletproof clothing. That is amazing. The US market alone has proved highly lucrative for the bulletproof clothing industry. With an estimated three million American gun owners, it's one of the largest markets for gun accessories. Ah, ugh. Look, I don't even want to get into the gun issue. It's just <laughs> I mean I can't even I can't even get into it. I'm just going to say, you know, I'm living in a nation that bulletproof clothing is becoming a thing. If you don't think that's a problem, then you're not paying attention. <laughs> oh man. What are you going to do though? What are you going to do? I'll tell you what you're, gonna, what you're gonna do. You're gonna get a you're gonna get yourself a, a delightful bulletproof bathing suit to wear at the beach this summer. <laughs> bulletproof clothing designed in Florida. Guys, I'm really drunk right now Could you tell I'm drunk from the last segment. I feel like you could probably tell I'm drunk. Well, you know what? It's two thirty in the morning, and I was with friends that are visiting from New York, and they're, you know. This is what happens. Uh, Let's get into the next story. (laughs) Story. Paraplegic man zip-tied, stun-gunned, and shot a stripper who rejected his demand for sex. (laughs) You're not going to sleep with me? Well, I'm going to zip-tie you. I'm going to stun-gun you and shoot you, even though I'm paraplegic. I don't even know how. (laughs) Is this, like, the most miraculously powerful paraplegic man in history? I mean, how do you... From what I understand, I'm looking, I'm not smart at all. I don't know much about biology, but I know a paraplegic means, like, paralyzed, right? From the neck down? Isn't that a thing? So can't move his arms, can't move his legs, yet somehow zip-tied and stun-gunned a stripper. Weird to me. Let's find out. That happened in Chicago. A man paralyzed from the waist down. Okay, paraplegic. Okay, waist down. Maybe that's what that means. Okay. So what's a quadriplegic? Is that like all limbs? All right. I'm trying to learn as we go. A man paralyzed from the waist down, allegedly zip-tied and stun-gunned a stripper who took cash to come home to his home, (laughs) I'm sorry, who took cash to come to his home, but then refused to have sex with him, police say. Now, here's the thing. Uh... Okay, well, it's a stripper, not a prostitute, so the refusal of sex for cash is a, is probably, is a thing. I mean, it, it's up for debate. You know, if it's a prostitute, then there's no debate. It's like, hey, I paid you for sex, and, like, there's really not much of an argument here, but this is, a, this is a stripper who thought, you know, maybe I thought, you know, they thought, like, oh, well, hey, not so much sex, but maybe, like, a lap dance for a paraplegic man, you know? Doesn't expect to be zip-tied, obviously. The suspect, identified as Johnny Thompson, um... Age thirty one and with the most plain name in history, Johnny Thompson. I mean, what is this? Oh man, I thought my my name was Plain Jane. Johnny Thompson later used a handgun to fire two shots at her. Man, she must be quick. She's like a superhero, this stripper, the stripper superhero. She was like spinning on a on a on a dance pole, and he couldn't he couldn't get a you know he couldn't get a bead on her. <laughs> Police said Thompson lived at home with his parents in Decatur. Um, okay, so the parents are there. Like, how's this working? Hey, Mom and Dad, I'm going to my room. Who's your friend, Johnny? You want to introduce her to your friend? No, it's just just someone I met. And as he just shuffles the stripper into his room and then zip ties her because he's crazy. Okay, so... Thompson, who uses a wheelchair to get around, he zip-tied the woman's ankles and demanded her to have sex with him. When the woman refused, Thompson shot her with a taser twice in the chest. Uh, The stripper fought her captor, who then fired two handgun shots at her. I mean, this poor woman. I mean, it's a bad day when you're a stripper anyways. I mean, do you really need to be shot at, tased, and (laughs) zip-tied? Oh, man. Police said the woman eventually pushed Thompson out of the room. Cut herself free. Call 911 before escaping out a window. Good for her. You know what? You can't, you know, I mean, you just can't take this kind of ab- of abuse. I mean, a-, a dancer, a prostitute, I don't care who you are, but being zip-tied and tased and all these things, this is just not a way to treat a woman. You know, you tr- I know how to treat a woman. You play, you light a candle and you play Marvin Gaye. That's how you do it. I want you the right way. I want you, dun, dun. but I want you to want me, baby. Want you, said I want you, baby. Woo! Just like I want you. Oh my God, I'm so fucked up. The world's ugliest dog has died. Yes, there is a world's ugliest dog, apparently. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of it. The name of the dog is Jaja. And it was the reigning world's ugliest dog. So the good news for that dog that's in second place as the world's second ugliest dog. You know, that's, you know, you're now the ugliest dog. (laughs) I don't know, they give awards to this shit? I mean, what is going on here? I don't even know there was a world's ugliest dog. I mean, how do you judge? I mean, I've seen a lot of dogs that are ugly in my life. And I just, I mean, I don't even know there was a contest for this. Just over two weeks after she was crowned the world's ugliest dog... Jaja, an English bulldog with a penchant for pink and a perpetually dragging tongue, has died. She was nine. This is very premature for a dog, and very, very close to the you know the contest. Two weeks later, after getting the crown for the ugliest dog, oh what a shame! By the way, this when they say like dragging tongue, I mean the, the, the tongue. And well, I mean I'm looking at a picture here of this dog Jaja. The tongue is like. The tongue is longer than the face. I think I combined tongue with long right there. The tongue is longer than the face though it's like they, it's like Jaja has no control over this tongue. This dog is ugly man. Oh man, this is rough." Well anyways, the owner's name is Megan Brainerd and uh, she lives in Minnesota. She said, "I'm sad to share that Zaja has passed away in her sleep last night. Jaja went from enduring years living in a puppy mill. To being adopted by a family, and finally winning fame and winning fans. I'm gonna guess that this dog had like a crazy ass Instagram account. You know what I mean? These these puppies and kittens have more Instagram fans than me, and I actually have some kind of talent. It's crazy. I mean, ah, if only I was cute. <laughs> Anyways, they put this uh, they put this ugly dog up for auction. After her breeding years were done, she was bought by an animal, animal rescue group before making her way to the Brainerd home. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious about this. Like, why would an ugly dog be auctioned off? I don't even know they auction dogs off. Is that a thing? Auctioning dogs? I thought you just went to a shelter and they're free, right? They're free, these dogs that no one wants. They're. I mean, as far as I knew, they were free. First of all, and, and how would you ever bid on this dog? I mean, this dog is so ugly. I would never bid on this dog. Oh boy. Uh, as is often the case, retirement in the new home brought new chances for travel for Jaja. Jaja and her family made a long trip to compete in the world's ugliest dog contest, which is held in Petaluma, California. Well, that's very interesting. Did you guys know that the world's ugliest dog contest is held in Petaluma, California? That's a thing. That's a contest. So listen, if you're sitting at home with a a busted ass dog, I mean, you can just Drive it out to California and be in this contest. I mean, you could be famous. You first of all, just for business purposes, create a, a, an Instagram account first before you do that. Because if your dog wins World's Ugliest Dog in the contest, then you're gonna say you, followers, bro. So many followers, and then advertising dollars, and then next thing you know, you put the dog in a Doritos commercial. I mean, there's so many options. So many options. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, this ugly-ass dog flew from San Francisco to New York for an appearance on the Today Show. Wow, achieving thus achieving celebrity stab- status for being voted the world's ugliest dog. I mean, I had no idea this contest existed. It's crazy how many contests there are. It's crazy contests that you never ever expected. There are there's a thing for this. I mean, it's unbelievable. Imagine just try and imagine something weird. There's a contest for that. You're like how could that be? I mean, there's just a the thing. It's like uh world's biggest stub toe concert, uh, contest. Yeah, oh my god. I got I stub my toe and it's huge and swollen. You can enter a contest for that. I'm sure. <laughs> that was a terrible example. Oh my god. That's alcohol right there. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> my brain is just not firing like usual. Not that it when it fires as usual that it's worth writing home about, but I mean, <laughs> let's be real. Uh, I need to shut this off, man. I shouldn't even be doing this right now. Hey, guys, this is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News, and I'm extremely hungover. It's the next morning I'm recording this segment uh, to let you know that I don't even remember recording my stories last night. <laughs> and I'm just going to I'm just gonna put them out there. <laughs> but, yeah, I had to do that last night because I'm going to the beach this morning, uh, and I, I need a beach day. So... <clears throat> man uh so what else did I want to say? Oh, so uh, I hope you enjoy those stories. I hope they're coherent. I don't know if you can understand me I think i'm probably- I was probably slurring some words, but um also. If you'd like to uh, reach out to me, I don't think I left the phone number or anything in those stories. I don't remember doing so, but uh, my number is 646-450-2012. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. I always have to do this information. It's very important. i got to get it out there. You can follow me on Instagram at funnyjones, at Twitter on funnyjones, and on Facebook, comedianjonesy. Did I forget something? Oh, yeah, my Patreon. Uh, Support me on Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews, where you can uh, take your your fandom to another level by supporting... Me and the show uh, by buying me a cup of coffee a-, a month or a beer or something like that or um, you know you could just you could just uh, send me nudes if you want to do that that would be that would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> I accept nudes. <laughs>